This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was corporate, and our guests were Matt Ingebretson and Jake Weissman. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode 105. 105, Bill. We're really getting out of the, from 100 to 104, it was radio stations. Yes, exactly. Some sort of connotation that came with the number. That's right. 105 is really, it's the beginning of a new challenge. We're like floating out era. in the middle of our second century. There's yeah. really no, nothing that to really like peg us down to it. There's no solid like 105. No. Everything okay, Bill? Everything's okay. Okay, great. Um, a little pause there. There's been some technical difficulties in the studio. Just to peel back the curtain, we have technical difficulties as well. Luckily, we it's have... It's not just the big podcasts that have technical difficulties. No. It's us too. That's right. Yeah. Luckily, we have very patient guests. Yes. Um, we've teased on Twitter who they might be. Yeah. We've teased the show before. That's right. Coming to Comedy Central January 17th Correct. at 10 p.m. Yes. You three will all be on a television show Yes, together. we are joined here by Matt Ingebretson and Jake Weissman. Hey. Unrehearsed. <laughs> Unrehearsed. Uh, these are the writers, stars, creators uh, of Corporate on Comedy Central. Um, yeah. Man, it's nice to see you guys in the flesh. Good to see you, too. Have yeah. you guys settled into what you want to be called for the show? Because you could be the writers. You could yeah. be the stars. You yeah. could be the creators. You are all three. Mother, mothers? Um, extremely yeah. humble, grateful yeah. servants to Lord Viacom. <laughs> yeah, servants to Lord Viacom. Yeah. 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 Um, which isn't unlike what the show is kind of about. Yes. That's kind of who you guys play. Yes. yes. Um, right. We flirted with some other ideas for what the show might be about today. Stand yeah. up or other things that everyone has kind of dabbled into a certain yes. extent. Um, but, but I really wanted to champion uh, getting the word out about the show. Let's cut right to the heart of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the show is corporate. We've teased it a couple times in previous episodes. Yep. I'm curious. Adam and I have uh, written television shows before and tried to p pitch television shows before. So hard. You guys somehow broke through. What happened? How, How did, did we do, do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. How <laughs> did that happen? Did you know that you had a good idea on your hands? Where did it even start? Um, I think in uh, – well, okay – what year was it? 2015? I think it started – the idea for it came in 2014, but oh. I'll say before that, mm -hmm. that, before that, Matt and I were roommates. Yeah. Um, and we, we, had, a lot we had sold uh, a very silly idea to MTV and made a very <laughs> dumb five-minute pilot yep. for them. Yeah. Uh, so we had started working together to some degree. Cool. Mm -hmm. And then Matt – had um, I had an, an idea, idea for a show called Corporate. Mm -hmm. Mostly, I just had the title, and I was like, "Start should... there." Yeah, <laughs> I've been there before, where yeah. it's like that name is too good. I have to reverse it's... engineer what it's going exactly. to be about. Right. Okay. And I so the called friends. I don't know what it could be. About. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah, start there. Yeah, yeah, people who know each other who like each other. <laughs> what is a friend? Yeah. <laughs> what is a friend? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was initially uh, the idea was a sketch show similar to Portlandia, right. of a bunch of running characters working inside of a giant corporation. Yes. Okay. And so we developed that a little, and we're just going to – we're planning on just shooting sketches yeah. independently yeah. for that idea. Um, but then I'd written a pilot uh, that got some attention at Comedy Central called Mary Fuck Kill, <laughs> which was sort of a, like, concept pilot yeah. uh, where the premise was that uh, uh, a guy played Mary Fuck Kill and decided to marry Gwyneth Paltrow – 
uh, fuck Brad Pitt and kill um, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> and then he okay. and then he like drove off a cliff and then woke up in that reality. Um, Fun. So Fun. So I wrote that and Grounded. so I went and had a drink with him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he yeah. marries Paltrow and fucks Brad Pitt. Yeah, that's Understand. right. Understand? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Although, yeah. Is it the right choice? I mean, it's a tough between the three well, of them. That's why you tune in. Every no, week. <laughs> <laughs> he's been wrestling that for three seasons. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the entire. Should I have fucked Paltrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, went in, mentioned the idea to them. They wanted to hear the pitch. So mm-hmm. then Jake, Pat, and I started working on it. Went in and pitched it to them. Pat Bishop, director of all the episodes. Pat Bishop, yep. yeah, genius. <laughs> and genius. Uh, they liked it, but they were like, "We don't want to sketch." That people don't like sketch shows, I guess. Yeah, for some we've been in a sketch group for twelve years. Oh, believe and if me. you, yeah. they they go. Uh, it's obvious that like Catch Twenty Two. Well, you got to be famous to have a sketch show. It's like, how do you get famous without being on a yeah, sketch, sketch show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I get it. Yeah, right. yeah. it's all clicks. Right. And yes, blah yes, blah yes. blah. And yes. so we also the concept was slightly flawed. Possibly, and that it wasn't. We didn't pitch Jake and I playing every character. It wasn't like Portlandia, right, right. or Key and Peele, or something yeah. like that. Jake and I just happened to be in it, we'll and be so in there the, the other people in there. Oops, it's like I'm in the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love any sentence that starts with "Oops." Whoopsie, <laughs> we're in the yeah, yeah. show now. Um, Oops, a Daisy. Here we are. Um, so they were like, "We like this concept." Yeah. We pitched the, t- the tone. And type of comedy that was was there the whole time, and they were like, yes. "We like this, but we would prefer it to be narrative, and for you and Jake to be the leads of it, because that's how Comedy Central." Shows so yeah, they were that's like, "Nice to you hear. guys have to yeah. be the leads, and yeah. we probably want the characters to be named Matt and Jake, yeah. and just make it a narrative." And we're like, "We just want money." We so want yeah, money. just so whatever yes to anything. Let's get real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that version sounds like more money. So yes, that's yeah. what we were thinking too. And yeah. actually, it it turns out it was a. It, Comedy Central. I mean, you you hear uh, you know nightmare stuff about networking, yeah. you shitty notes and stuff. That wasn't a brilliant decision they made because thank right. God we're making a narrative yeah. half right. hour show where yes. we're. You can do so many more things with it versus the constrictions of a sketch show. That's you know? right. Yeah, and also so you can essentially make sketches within a narrative. Right. No question. Yeah, yeah, and so – Every and scene can be a sketch yeah. as long as it all ties together. 100%. Totally. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of – as sketch comedians, Adam and I, we for the same – for 12 years have been hearing like, mm-hmm. give us a sketch show, but – there's right. always like a but, and we always just it want a, a narrative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A narrative show always felt like, well, if you have a successful sketch show, then maybe they'll consider <laughs> you. Right. For yeah. it feels like the hierarchy of what will get sold. And somehow they just said, "We believe in your idea. Go one step further." They were like, "Whoopsie, we want you in the show." Yeah. Oopsie, you're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think like sketch comedy is obviously wonderful. I think we've all made a ton of video sketch, and yes. it's great. It's very satisfying because it's like you know three minutes and it's right. complete and then it's done. Right. But I will say that our show. Although it's narrative and there's some through lines that are mm-hmm. light throughout the show and there's mm-hmm. recurring characters and obviously that. We do get to think about the episodes as not 22-minute sketches but 22-minute entities that yes. feel similarly <laughs> like a completed product in a sketch. It's okay. not – so there is They're still – it's almost the yeah. next level of sketch to some degree. That's not really fair because it's a different thing. Totally. But if you can think our shows are – our episodes are thematic. Yes. yes. And so – or like they have themes and it is similarly satisfying and I feel lucky – 
not only that it was the right idea, but we were pushed to do it. Because yeah, I right. think a lot of times if you make sketch, if you want to make narrative, you might think, I don't know how to do that. Right. But you do, you do if you're pushed. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they did a really good job. And yeah. I think that Comedy Central and you guys also were very wise um, in – if you're going to do a narrative show that has sketch elements, you need to have something that you can keep going mm-hmm. back to the well with. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like what is something that has a thousand different shades that we can satirize, <laughs> mm-hmm. that we can use to our advantage? Yes. And the corporate structure oh. and just – the corporate morality and everything attached to the corporate world yes. is more despicable the further you go into the rabbit hole. Yes. I think so you guys had that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think we have you learned a lot about what makes a good show or what a good what a good show should be about. And I think of a show like South Park yeah. as a really brilliant vehicle to talk about anything. Yes. What you're trying to do is – I mean it depends what kind of shows you like. There's yeah. a lot of relationship comedies and all that stuff and those are – you know, if you like mm-hmm. that, that's great. But if you're trying to make a satire, which right. I think we are, then you have to pick something that kind of has endless possibilities. Correct. So we had like an infinite corporation, yes. which basically touches yeah. everything. We knew yes. we could talk about anything we wanted to in this yes. in this show Truly. because corporations own the world. And they Truly. affect you. Yeah. They affect every second of every day, whether right. you like it or not. Implicitly and explicitly. Even if yes. you're off the grid, it's because yeah. a corporation pushed you off the grid. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it's good to think of TV shows that can kind of be about literally anything right. and can be have this sort of refillable yeah. structure. And if you're off the grid, that land that you're off the grid on is going to be a target very 100%. soon. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. A trend in television for us right now is comedians making shows about what it's like to be a comedian and then making yeah. one pivot off of like, the show's not just about being a comedian, but frankly it is. Yeah, right. and you know, since I'm a comedian, I just know how unbelievably interesting my day-to-day is. Yeah. So, you know, I, and it's it's so hard it's not to talk about that. Yeah. Um, you know, just having a two Right. And just sort of like paying the rent right. and driving to work and listening to podcasts and getting annoyed on Twitter. Right. And while that could last 40 seasons, yeah. it's, it's a little too easy. Yeah, exactly. So I thought fair. I'd make my life so much more challenging and use my crashing. brain. Yeah. Yeah. Season 6 is about uh, buying avocados. And that is yeah, – yeah. I could do 40 minutes right now and it would be too fresh. Yeah. Fresher than those cottos. Yeah. But that's – I mean – but there is something to the expression of uh, write what you know. Have you yeah. guys ever spent – and I don't mean to put you right. in – have you ever spent like long years of your life being drained in a corporate office or are these things you've learned through – I did, people? yeah. Because yeah. I had – I have a degree. I got two degrees, not to brag. Brag. Wow. <laughs> Specifically to brag. Yeah. Two. That's one, two <laughs> degrees. Uh, I think you only need one for a job. <laughs> right. I you wanted want one more. Wow. <laughs> I was so smart I had to get two. Um, you get two degrees literally just to say I got two degrees yeah, years right. later. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Totally worthless. Um, one is a placement. English and one in business. Okay. And so when I came out here, a lot of the day jobs I was getting to pay right. the bills while I did comedy at night were in uh, digital marketing, social media, sure. offices, like at large entertainment companies yes. on the business side of things. Right. And uh, it was uh, devastating. Really? Uh, I found it to be so heart-wrenching and awful <laughs> in every way that you can imagine. And uh, it made me... Because I, I grew up liking shows like The Office yeah. and and uh, stuff like that. But then when I worked Where around, fun, wacky antics are happening around every corner. Yeah. Your but, boss is hilarious. Yes. Yep. But my actual experience there was that it was soul-crushing and yeah. horrifying every day. And I would leave every f- Friday not excited for the weekend but dreading Monday. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And Let so me ask we, you. The business practices were what was so uh, disheartening or was it just literally the every, environment? The, the environment. Beige, it, all the beige Yes. Yep. And also just that – Everything that was being done there, nobody actually 
cared about or there was right. a disconnect. There was no uh, – that Marx? Did Karl Marx talk about that? No. I don't think he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two but, degrees. Yeah. <laughs> I have two degrees, yeah. Um, I've never read Karl Marx. Um, I can't read. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that there was just like nobody gave a shit about anything and yeah. it was um, – you also – you're also just put it's so weird when you're when you get a job because your life is is being controlled by somebody else who was hired at that company. Yeah. You're like yep. given a new government <laughs> and they can micromanage you and ruin they can ruin your life. You just have to hopefully roll the dice and get a job for a person who's nice to you because they don't fucking have to be. Now, <laughs> the thing I would say about because yeah. there is that sort of like idiom like write what you know. Right. Yeah. But I think that um, when people internalize that, they they could go they a make... little broader. They could assume more than they think. Mm. Not when talking yeah. about gender or race, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I do think write what you know. Like a lot of what we wrote is it is about working at a corporation, but it's just about being an adult and having a job and living. Right. And I think right. you know we had a yeah. lot of ideas about what life was like based on our jobs. It's a it is about working at a corporate job, but it's about any job or right. any life. And I think that you know we had a lot of opinions and thoughts about what it must be like to work at these really intense corporate corporations. But when we interviewed people from Google or Amazon, we were mostly correct. Like, yeah. like even yeah. though we oh, hadn't necessarily worked there, we assumed what the feeling would be. How did you meet these people from Google and Amazon? We just, once the show started getting made, we have family members and Got people it. that work at Comedy Central who mm-hmm. all work there. And yeah, the we did is, do research interviews. We, we did awesome, research, though. but most awesome. of what it did was confirm what we already thought. And yep. I think yes. when you say write what you know, it's also use your imagination and assume that Yes. That that actually takes place in a lot of people's lives right, and what imagination. You think you know. yes. yeah. Because it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more about right, the common know. emotional experience you're having Correct. rather than I worked at this corporation, yeah. this is what I know. Yeah. And I think there I think too many people think that they have to write a, about a very specific experience they have yes. when that's not necessary yes. and you can Valid. think bigger. Also, everyone's in pain. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the, that's it the point. It is. Everyone's yes. in pain. Uh, yeah. And yes. if your pain is not unique, yeah. and so you can write about that. <laughs> there you go. That's well said, Jay. Yeah. Exactly. That's legit. Yeah. Exactly. I also like that, like, it seems like this sort of corporate monstrosity. I don't know if you guys sort of found this talking to, like, the Googles and the Amazons and the Facebooks. Yeah. But, like, it seems like it's slightly different. The Hampton DeVille, which is the corporation in the show, corporate, yes. is, like, there's something kind of uh, a nice and, and timeless and anonymous. Like, we don't really know where, where it's located or when. It yes. truly doesn't matter. Springfield. Yeah, exactly. That's like, the idea. Right. There's an any town, any corp right. yes, vibe exactly. to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but there's also like, just in the way like Lance Reddick, who is so brilliant, who plays the CEO, is yes. like, there's a real kind of like traditional, something old fashioned about Hampton DeVille as corporation. And I just imagine mm. these Amazon, Google, Facebooks, the way that they ruin your life is yes. much, maybe much different. And it's yes. less sort of like, Mike, we're going to micromanage you. There's a really rigid hierarchy. Yes. And like, everything's like beige carpet and like the cat hanging on the thing being like, hang in there. Like, yes. it's less that. And it's more like sort of suffocating your life with a smile and like here spend all of your time here at the Google campus yeah you're like Facebook zone like you'll never want to leave we're like, kind of taking that and just painting it black essentially yeah. or just like putting a real dark layover to it yeah. hopefully expose what that is at, what's actually happening there <laughs> yeah, exactly. right right yeah. kind yeah. of let the style match the spirit yes yeah. the spirit is so dark and sad why not just make it look like it yeah <laughs> um, so in the second act I say we talk about the actual show okay, that's cool. kind of the genesis and where it came from Great. but before then it's the first act break yes we need a song yeah maybe revolving around the show maybe included in the show that's right um, does the show up. use music 
How about we have a? The, how about for the first song? Uh, Ty Siegel wrote the theme song. Really, wrote and performed the theme song for the show. Ty Siegel, awesome. Yeah. Created a song for us, and yeah. there's other songs uh, throughout the show that he created for us. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! He, he's incredible, and uh, I really like his album Goodbye Bread. We can play any song. Any, any song. song? <laughs> okay. How about Ty Siegel's Goodbye Bread? You got it. All Beautiful. Right. Ty Siegel, Goodbye Bread. We'll be right back with the second act of this the No Joke Podcast. to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act 2. We are here with Jake Weissman and Matt Ingebretson. That song was Ty Siegel's Goodbye Bread. How did you guys get in uh, touch with Ty Siegel? How did that happen? Um, 
He uh, he's initially uh, or originally from San Francisco, and okay. we have a lot of friends who were comedians in San Francisco. There you go. It's a very small scene there where everything's intermixing, so we met him through friends. But yes. also, you know, the concept behind it was if you do get a chance to make a TV show, dream big yep. because yeah. it was more like our like sort of. Pie in the Sky idea was, yeah, we'd love to get Ty Siegel to do our theme song. He's yeah. one of our favorite musicians. How yes. awesome is that? And then we were like, yeah. let's try. And he's like, hell yeah. And you're like, so, hell what? And it's yeah. like, yeah. oh, I didn't know. I keep being confused that dreams are achievable. <laughs> like, I did, that, that was not something I ever thought. And uh-huh. I keep being proved wrong. All you have to do is email someone and be like, you're great. They're like, cool, I need money too. Yeah. Uh, and and I would argue that that applies to not only when you have a television show. I think that mm. you, sometimes you have to be reminded that yeah. just take a shot. Yeah. Take an open shot from time to time. Literally, yes. the worst thing that happens is they say no and nothing has changed yes. in your and life. Yeah, Everyone most... who is successful is just a, a sad person who's older than you. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> they, they all took shots. They're not happy. And they're just older and did the thing. Yeah, the most boring piece of advice I'll give people is like, whatever you think you want to do, just send the initial email to yes. get that going. Just and send... then it'll just start happening yeah. suddenly. Yeah. It's email. so boring. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what do you yeah. want to do? Okay, email one person about that and suddenly things will start Try. happening. Take yeah. a stab. Yeah. Yeah. Just take one stab. And to your point about Ty Siegel, everyone is suspect of flattery. Or like, sure. no one is immune. To well just said. Like, oh, you like me? Like, I like that you like me. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Ty, Ty like Siegel made the theme song for the show. Um, but now while we're talking about people who have contributed to the show, your roster of actors and uh, other people who perform on it, Half of them have been on No Joke. Uh, can we walk through some of the people on the show before we talk Absolutely. about the show? Well, first of all, Adam Lustig, the man I mean, in the room. Hey, and obviously, let's he's start a, there. Hey. Adam Genius. is oh, we felt so good on the show. Such Shush. a relief to get him. Shush. Adam, was, you I, stop. Let them think, compliment you. I think he was the first. Per- he's the first person we hired. <laughs> yep. And yeah. also, not only that. What is the best thing, and I'm sorry yeah. to Adam about this, yeah. we're so happy he's not famous yet yeah, because he, he comes at such a low price. And, uh, <laughs> and, he's, and we get yeah. to make him explode yes. because yeah. he's so talented uh, and so he has no idea. We we were talk- Jake and I were talking about this. We were hired for some Comedy Central like bullshit digital web job yeah. for the day. Yeah. And we were talking and I was just like, I'm, I'm confident that Adam Lustig is the best actor I oh, know. Yes. Personally, yeah, we've had no. that conversation. Yeah, yeah. and I remember then – uh, me and Adam met for a coffee maybe a year later and he was like hey you know what's fun I just auditioned for Jake and Matt's television show yes. and I was like oh that's great uh-huh. and then like a month after that Jake was like yeah we hired Adam he's like the best actor I know yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I was just like that's how it works yeah. yes. Yes. yes and we, we yeah, when we were auditioning that we auditioned a lot of people like probably yeah. 50 Plus, do they all look like Adam? <laughs> no, <laughs> Adam uh, had such a unique take on it, and it was so clear immediately. And, it, it's yes. such a relief. Every, yeah. Someone and everyone it. was everyone was talented and great, but Adam came in and just was like, it was so exciting to watch someone like, yes, like get it yeah. in a way that we were. We want that. That was one of the really best. I remember that, that moment yes. vividly, um, and how hard we were laughing in the room, That's and it was beautiful. So yeah. we got Adam. He's great. great. He's and I think all right. We'll, we'll stop complimenting for a And Dudek, who is. Is a brilliant actor Incredible. for uh-huh. Mad Men and White Girls and, oh, yeah. and House. Yes. Oh, White Chicks, White not White chicks. Girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We got uh, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick from The Wire. From The Wire. From right? Lost. Bosch. From Fringe. Yeah. From Bosch. Of course of nature. A truly from John Wick. Thespian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just so good. It's crazy. If anything else, watch the show just to see him yeah. act. Truly, right? kind of, yeah. a yeah. special person, truly and just is. you will. I mean, it's. Just, I, I think writing for him and watching him bring it to life is was the best experience we've. Oh, yeah. how awesome is that feeling? <laughs> it's just the oh, idea yeah. that it's so silly. Yes. yes. Um. 
Let's see, Baron Vaughn is in it incredible. a lot. A, um, a part, Baron Vaughn, by the way, in, incredibly talented, sort of a hyperkinetic mind who just does backflips over He's you as you're talking so to him. so good in the we show. We had him on the podcast and we talked about learning because I was like, Baron's like one of the most learned people I, I feel like. How I to know. learn, how can we learn from you? Yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. Like He's you. too smart. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's like rude almost. His processing power is it way faster than our bad. I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. I should know yeah. that. You were saying uh, Aparnan on Charlie. Aparnan on Charlie. Another yep. wild unicorn genius. Truly. Uh, who is so specially talented. Just a really special talent. I mean, he's just one of the best people and the funniest people. Right, alive. truly, yes. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. Anna Kana's on it. Yep. He's just wonderful. She's in everything. And yep. thank God she blessed us with her presence. We also have so many people from the LA comedy scene. Yes. Just, That's uh, what's so awesome. Just yeah. so many. Because in the family. Because we came up in the you know LA stand-up scene mostly. And we're, again, we're fortunate that not that many people have broken yet so right. we could all use them and they can be like this it's like this new sort of these new paints that's yeah. right um, of and course. Uh, <laughs> we tried to get as many of our friends in there Dave Ross is in it so Alan Strickland Williams McCarthy, is in it Alan Matt McCarthy, McCarthy. Yeah. Beth Megan Stelling's Feaster, in there Beth Tony Stelling. Trucks is a fantastic actor she who's is. in a bunch of episodes yeah. Ron Lynch is in it yes. it's yeah. the type of thing Mann. where if you yep. sign Amy Mann that's another musician Heather Ann Campbell so acts awesome. in the show who also wrote in the show if you just signed up for Twitter and you started following, call it like Matt McCarthy and Ap- Aparna. Yeah. yeah, all of the people on your show would be the suggested Twitter users. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> you, you, you like properly netted a yeah. great collective. Of I people. think it's important yeah. for a few reasons. One is because it's good to give work to people that you love, but mm-hmm. also yeah. so many comedy shows regurgitate. Uh, people and use them exactly how they've been used. Yep. And um, when you're watching something, it's so much more fun to not have any context to these right. people. Right. And just be like, here's a new universe of people. I'm not bringing anything to this experience besides what I'm seeing right now, right. so you believe it more. Especially yep. for a show like this, where it's like any corp, in any world, in any time, in any era, yes. you kind of want there to be an a, like a deliberate anonymity to it. A hundred percent. Yeah, it sort of in, almost yeah, the idea. Different looking people and just like new, funny people. So it feels sort of like a miracle. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's the uh, idea. Philip Baker Hall is in one of the Yep. Melora Walters well, yeah, is like in it. He's really an incredible. A lot of actors. people from Paul Thomas Anderson's oeuvre. Yeah, is the best <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah, um, really outstanding. Yeah, it's uh, it was a real joy yes. to just have a work with. Oh, Richard Reilly from Richard Reilly from uh, Office Space he's is amazing. in there. Mustache. He's amazing. Mustache. Um, yeah. Patrick Heisinger, who was in Jack Reacher. Yeah. Uh, we just got yeah. so many great actors, and I think. One thing we wanted to do was not just get comedians, but get dramatic actors yeah. and give them funny stuff to say. Yes. Because yep. that's some of the best comedy. Yep. Yeah. And also more to that point is that one of the true genius, another one of the brilliant geniuses working on it was the DP, this guy, Christoph Lanzenberg. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Who is tr- truly... Just a different level yeah. of talent. It was almost like, I- I've been like kind of telling you, like Jake and Matt and Pat are the creators of the show and obviously like the bo- the bosses, essentially. Uh-huh. But like the di- my, like part of my day-to-day experience of working on the set, it almost <laughs> seemed like it was Christoph. Yeah. Like, we were all just helping oh, Christoph yeah. Yeah. Oh, make his thing. Yes. It was your show, but like we were oh, no, helping no, no, no. him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well yeah, and we, and we wanted to hire a uh, DP who would take charge in that way and yeah. make it look beautiful because we, we were tired of watching so many comedies that didn't take. I feel so cliche just or say cheesy, it. Just say but it. didn't take, take the, the filmmaking uh, aspect yes. of yes. filmmaking seriously. It's yes. what so, separates your show out the gate. Yeah. Yeah. Trailer versus uh-huh. any other trailer. It's yeah. not just punchlines, it's a, which it's, you guys have. It's got to be a viewing experience. Yeah. Of course. It's a visual medium. Yeah. So we so hired of course. Christoph Lanzenberg, who Amazing. is largely a commercial director. And what that means, means is that he's highly technically capable and can make things look really beautiful. He makes the like babies in the fucking diaper commercial look right. beautiful or right. whatever. Like I, I would 
eat that baby. One of the yeah. best. Yeah. You know how babies are horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best pieces of advice I could give to someone would be. If you want to make something great, yeah. get extremely talented people who are frustrated with their lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because, like, mm-hmm. Christoph made so much money working yeah. commercials, but yeah. he's an artist and yeah. he needed a chance to, mm-hmm. to prove that. Lance Reddick is an uh, incredible actor and Truly. has only been, like, a cop in so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so give him a chance to be in comedy. Like, That's give right. really talented people a chance to do something they're itching to do. This right. is why I've always said, let Method Man be Hamlet. Let yeah. Method Man be <laughs> Hamlet. Can we see Method You've always said this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. like the whole Wu Tang yeah. Clan. Why not cast Hamlet with the Wu Tang? Uh, just makes no sense. We've talked about the guest stars and co-stars and people who have contributed to the show, yes. but what we haven't done yet is talk about you guys as the two stars of the television show. Yes. Once again, we are here with Matt Ingebrigtsen and Jake Weissman of the upcoming television show Corporate. Yes. Um, who do you guys play in the show? Would you mind explaining yeah. that to us, just for more color about what people can expect? Uh, I play a guy who is extremely suggestible and has no sense of self because he didn't think about it enough or his sense of self only comes out of just what he thinks it should be based on movies and TV shows he's seen and right. pop culture he's ingested. This isn't the life I was promised. Yes, that's yeah. right. So he's someone who ended up in a situation that is bad for him because he just sort of let it happen, which I think is what many, many people be- do. I think yeah. he, that's the human experience. I think Matt, your yeah. character represents like the person who feels like life is happening to him, but yeah. he's not taking control of his life. Mm, yes. And it's yeah. like you just find yourself working at this corporation. You're like 30 and you're like, what happened? What happened? Yeah, I right. Least I, t- I took I'm a nap here. and now I'm here yeah. stuck in yeah. this prison. But And so you ha- and so you yeah. try to like carve out this unique brand for yourself, but you're just kind of an everyman. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And Jake, how would you say that your character is different um, from that? I think I'm an ex-idealist uh, who now is has? I'm, I think I'm a, a more caustic sort uh-huh. of like uh, like I have a lot of punchlines, a lot of truth, a lot of blunt yeah. truth, but like <laughs> yes. it belies a certain sensitivity which comes out in certain points. But I'm That's definitely right. much more of a prick. Yes. I'm, uh, I would I'm agree. Always trying to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm always trying to climb the ladder, and I'm not very good at it. <laughs> Your and character might smirk. Matt's m- won't smirk. Yeah. yeah. That, that's uh, kind of my read. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Matt character has, like, a sad sincerity to him that's, yes. like, a little... <laughs> He's got his ass kicked, like, a few more times, perhaps. Yeah. Right. yeah, and I just... I think in the end, I'm way more sensitive, but I never want to show that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I was, like, in a punk band when I was younger, yeah. um, and that didn't work out, so I decided, you know but, what? Life is a nightmare. Let's get as much money as possible. That's yep. the only way to be happy. <laughs> yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Um, and what are your titles in the show? Like um... junior executives in training. That's right. Oh, yes. oh. Training. Nothing. It's yeah. just training. purgatory. That is actually funnier than uh, assistant to the manager versus assistant right. manager. manager. That yeah. somehow to is a funnier manager. version of it. Yeah. Well done. Junior executive yeah. in training. Right. And if I could just sort of boomerang the compliment uh, barrage right back at the two of you. <laughs> Do it. When I for, when Billy and I moved, you and I moved here to LA maybe like six and a half years ago or so. Um, and Harvard Sailing, the rest of Harvard Sailing team wasn't all the way here yet. We kind of had plenty of free time to kill. And I would like go to these open mics, not out of any burning desire to like pursue stand up comedy as craft. I mean, like I kind of was curious about it and I felt like a total fraud going to like the various tribal cafes and Uh the various bars around town. I felt like an absolute fraud, but I still (laughs) liked it and I didn't have anything to lose and I'm sort of fearless and dumb in that way. Um, and there were like three people, and I say this like without trying to be sentimental or hyperbolic, but there were like three people, and I was like, oh, these three are like comedians. Like the rest of us are like civilian weirdos, but like <laughs> these three people are like professional comedians and they have jokes. Okay. And it was Jake and Matt and Aparna. And really? I was like, these three, the, like these <laughs> wow. three voices are like, and it was so, it, it was so evident to me 
almost like again not to like whatever compliment exchange sure. but like it was so obvious right away so immediate like you had your point of view and like your voices were honed so well and I just really responded immediately to your dark horrible sense of humor Matt I'll never you had a joke about like having sex with a mango oh, yeah. or something like, I, like I've, been, I've heard that like mango is the most erotic fruit but like it just laid there while I came yeah. or something like that mm. <laughs> I was like I like this yeah. okay uh-huh. right right these I are like this. I like this with <laughs> jokes like unreal uh-huh. um, well, and it was get like get the fuck out of here yeah, <laughs> it was very obvious to me right off the bat. I was like, these these two, and like Aparna was in there too. I was yeah. like, wow, these, I, I, awesome. I agree. I agree with them. We have about yeah, 90 seconds left until we go to the second act break. Do you guys have any compliments for me? Yeah, what about Bill? Billy, your body is fucking incredible. <laughs> and you're also, your mind is sharp as a fucking Now tech. it is. Yes. Okay, now you it are, is. He has three degrees. You are like an ideal man. You're like... <laughs> You're like if you Good. in a video game if you're, you turned all the levels up to ten, it's like you look like Clark Kent. You look, yeah, you're like a. I'm so glad Kent. I asked for yeah. this. Like opposite of roasting. You're yeah. getting opposite roasted right you're now. You're also so sincerely nice. It is off-putting. Like, yeah. like it, 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 like you'll. I'll say something just caustic because I don't know how to live. And you're like, Jake, is that really what you want to say? And I'll be like, No, no? I'm sorry. Thank you for straightening me out, Billy. Mom, I'm mom and dad. <laughs> Thank you for straightening me out, Billy. Well, that was the best 90 seconds of my life. Uh, we got to go into another song. Adam, we actually put a song together called The Office. Oh, that's right. We I did. Th- I think we'd be, lo- I think we'd be uh, doing a disservice do to it. ourselves if we didn't play that song Let's in the second it. act break. Let's do it. This song's for anyone who's graduated college. The party's over. You had to pick up your keg cups and take down your posters. You had to leave campus. And you, you're working in an office. But this ain't no sitcom. This is just the sad reality of having to grow up. Keg cups, dorm rooms with bed bugs, nights that we got drunk, blacked out, woke up still wearing togas, fake IDs, they bought us 30 packs of beast. I miss the girls who were sexy cats on Halloween. I miss the oodles of ramen noodles that we devoured, flip cup tables, power hours. Don't miss the cafeteria, one swipe of our meal card, we all got diarrhea, and that stinks. To be real, life ain't that hard. Kegs and eggs for breakfast, guaranteed someone's gonna yak hard. Best friends all down the hall, and we had a ball. Writing on each other's dry erase board, saying it's going down tonight. We're gonna pound tonight. I got five bucks, another night of Natty Light. If I sound sad, it's cause I am. We gotta graduate, we gotta leave the promised land it's called college. Yep, go get yourself a real job. So now all your friends are 37, they have bad backs, bad breath. They'll drive Toyota Camrys and have the same blue shirt. Welcome to America's Workforce. In case you haven't done this before, a little tour. Here's your very own cubicle. You can do your emails and Googles. Mainly fantasize about planning your boss's funeral. And you can join the office softball team. Spend your Saturdays turning double plays with Janine, who makes it seem like she's nice, but in her heart she is mean. Because she judges your selections from the vending machines. But will you get transferred out to Stamford, Connecticut? Really just for the heck of it. Maybe take some workshop thing on business etiquette. And you can't refuse or you'll lose all your benefits. Remember how you used to be so crazy and shameless? Now you buck wild if you eat too Danish. Give it some time and you'll see that people like Michael Scott are really only funny on TV. But you gotta remember, you've got a choice. You've got a say in all of this. 
bad back. Your breath is fine. Time to make a big decision. Been at this job for a while now. Getting hard to smile now that I have an employee file. How can I be 23 dreaming about retiring when I know a better place exists? Where the girls are 26 and they move from beer to wine. And they will smoke from time to time if the company's right. So check it. The office sucks. It makes you feel like a fool. So grab your plastic cup and poster, kid. You're going back for grad school. Because adulthood cannot be stopped. But it can be delayed. Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. This is Act Three. We're here with Jake Weissman and Matt Ingebretson from Corporate. Yes, uh, that was Snake's uh, song, "The Office." That's from right. Network Takeover. You know, I'm reminded uh, that before this episode recorded, yes. um, I went on Twitter. Yes, and I said that we have the guys from Corporate on the show. Yep. Uh, does anyone have any questions? Okay. Dare we check in and see if anyone had I any questions? I think we dare. This okay, could crash and burn if no one had any questions, <laughs> but let's find out. Love Crash. Great movie. We have a little four next to the no joke handle. Okay. That means something happened. Okay, great. Jake and Matt, the show looks so good. Did you guys <laughs> like wearing suits all the time or did it get old? <laughs> um, well, it – I actually like the simplicity of it. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. – like we did have to – we cross-boarded the show, which means we shot a bunch of different episodes at the same time. So mm-hmm. we would have to change a lot. But, but it was annoying we would have to change like ties like yeah. 17 times. But in right. I do something. think right. having one costume simplifies it. I wish yeah. in life I could just wear one well, thing. Uniform. Yeah. I actually yeah. think the uniforms Einstein are method. great. And Didn't I Einstein have 20 of the same outfit? That's right. Really? Yeah, and so I never think there's to something yeah. iconic to wearing the same thing, and yeah. it makes it easier to identify. So I hope, however I work the rest of my life, it's just basically one costume. Not jealous of Alana Glazer getting all those crazy cool outfits for her Comedy Central <laughs> no, television I had show. that option, yeah. and I said no. Okay. Less yes. tube tops, more yeah. ties. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, another question. If you had to hire one character from the show Uh-oh. to work for your new startup, who would it be? <laughs> okay. If you had to hire a character that works at Hanfordville from the show for your new I think startup. Baron. If I'm trying to hire <laughs> yeah. the best person, I think yeah. Baron seems to be actually good at his job. I think <laughs> Kate, though, uh, yeah. played by Ann, Annie Dudek, yeah. because she's vicious okay. and she's cold and is a bottom line person and will do anything it takes to get ahead. But that's good for Hampton DeVille. Is that something that you would want for your small startup, your four-person company? She would take over the startup. Yeah, right. she was not what you want. I wouldn't mind because I want to always appear as a very liberal, wonderful person, but I mostly just want money. So, yeah, so I'll do whatever it takes to get to the top. I just want people to think that I care. Correct, Jake. (laughs) Say it like it is. Afraid to hire Adam's character. I would he not might, hire John, played by Adam, because he's a psychopath. Yeah, we should actually talk about. We talked about how good Adam was, but real quick, what does Adam's character do, and how does he behave on the show? How Completely you, fear-based. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. which we, entirely we, out of fear. Because we had him act to the pilot. We wrote that to some degree, but then when we had Adam, we're like, let's just write Adam. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Lean yeah. in. Lean yeah. in. Vibrating yes. with fear. Yeah. How do you feel about your character? It's amazing. I, uh, it, yeah, John is the character that I play. And like if these guys are the junior executives in training, we're like what? Junior executives, I guess. Like the next you're, one of the you're rungs exactly, like the ladder. You've gone yeah, exactly. a few rungs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You tell them what to do in oh, the episode. Very much exactly so. Right. Very much so, yeah. yeah. But the beauty of it is that uh, the character John I feel like is so – is equal parts – uh, horrible, uh, demeaning, uh, and degrading to Jake and Matt, and 
petrified, fearful, and existentially terrified of his boss. Right. Yes. right. Total it's hypocrite. Like be- yeah. Total hypocrite. Yeah. So it's so fun being able to toggle between abject terror and fear and then be able to like – it's like an abusive relationship. Like when you're abused, you abuse. And yeah. it's like that kind of like <laughs> abuse runs downhill kind yes. of thing. So mm-hmm. it's it's hilarious. It's yeah. hysterical. Excellent. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we'll get a third question and then we'll move on. Great. If corporate could get a crossover episode with any show, what show would it be and how would it play out? Oh, I think it's eerily similar to Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, I similarities there. I think it's honestly – I'm only in season three, so no yeah, spoilers. We don't have any murders yet. <laughs> or boobs. should. Yeah. Boob count? Are there any boobs? We have a lot of incest. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's incest the in every scene if you yeah. look closely. You have to look closely. You get a, right you next to it. your screen and you'll yeah. see some incest. Aparna plays a dragon. Uh, yeah. Aparna is a we dragon. I think in terms of the treachery, uh, I think it would fit nicely with Game of Thrones. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Simple. Adam, do you have any suggestions of a fun crossover episode? I think Full House and Family Matters once did They did like a, a crossover. crossover. Yeah, and Urkel, Urkel into his house. hung out with the Tanners and messed up the young mind. Yeah. Well, um, what would be a fun like... crossover episode? I feel like all of the news... I feel like sometimes it feels like Art Corbett is already a crossover episode with the world at large in 2018. It feels like you're already collaborating with the world on the show. That's fun. The other thing I would say is that it would fit nicely into Mr. Robot because we're kind of making fun of that show. Even though it is a good show, it's like kind of Mr. Robot if once in a while people were like, okay, relax. Relax a little guy. Like eat some yogurt. Like calm down. Yeah, I do love that there's like really like – high-minded like sometimes you're watching the show you can fall into this like whoa this is like really smart and dramatic your guy's show uh-huh. but there's still jokes about the bagel silly yeah. Yeah. you know silly. The, food, the snack in the conference room you should uh, I think Hi-Lo. some of the best comedy is the silliest drama possible that's mm-hmm. right yeah. yep that's people nice. forget that it's a drama with jokes yep. that's right that's what a great comedy is yeah. Yeah. and it's so funny because like as dyspeptic and as sort of like appropriately bleak uh, your guys' comedic point of view can be your mm-hmm. silly, goofy boys. Right. You're both like yeah. silly, well, silly, bubbly boys. A of, <laughs> there's a lot of pain in the world, and the best you can do is show that and then be like, yeah, but at least we're making jokes. Exactly. About it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're aware about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, here's a question I have. So, Billy and I have been in Harvard Sailing Team, obviously, for years, and this is what we were kind of touching on off mic a little bit before we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have almost gone out of our way in our brand to be parent friendly and to be like deliberately PG and like the yes. biggest tent possible ever. We don't, we are, so, I feel so connected to my shame mechanism that I would never want to like imp- sort of be inappropriate in front of yes. my parents, for example. Sure. Um, so much of the subject matter of corporate is so hilariously bleak and dark. Yes. And even, I was saying before, like, my dad is even like, it's dar- it's pretty dark. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> like, Matt, not... the shorts that you've made with Pat, yes. and like some of the sketches you made with women, Jake, are like dark as hell and hilarious, but like super bleak and yeah. suicide-based. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, how, <laughs> yeah. so like, do you have any reservation or how do you feel, or do you have any like, what are you anticipating in terms of just like the reaction back from people that have known you, grow, grown up with you? But like, wow, Matt, is this what you really think? Or like, I don't know. I don't exactly know. Yeah, because I, de- I was definitely raised much more conservatively than I have turned out to be. Yeah. Or I think a lot of what I've done is a reaction to being raised in a small town, mm-hmm. kind of Catholic small town yeah. mentality. Uh, but um, I think that. I don't know. I, I don't – I feel disconnected from it at this point. But I do feel – I am connected to my shame mechanism, but I try <laughs> to challenge myself to uh, react against it or to not let that control what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I do think that's not to – because I some of my favorite comedians are purely clean, like uh, uh, Brian Regan and yep. uh, and stuff like that that yep. are not offensive in any way. Um, 
but I've always, I guess, just like a lot of comedy came from saying things that were wrong yeah, or yeah. not yeah. quite right or against what was my parents were telling me or something <laughs> That's like right. that. Yeah. 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 So what what do I anticipate? Yeah, I think a lot of people will be like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I guess that's what was going on with Matt. He had super sad eyes, and I guess that's what that was about. Life uh, is a sad brain. Life, <laughs> life catches up to the eyes. Yeah, life will always catch up to the eyes you were born with. Yeah, <laughs> so turns funny. out that's what that was about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as a reminder, corporate comes out January seventeenth. Yes, ten p.m. Comedy Central. That's right. We should just jam that in as many yes. times as humanly possible. Yes, yes. exactly. And you can also watch the first four episodes on cc.com right now or the or Comedy Central demand. app on your smart TV or yeah. on demand yeah either ways to watch the first four episodes for free at any moment yes. so if you dig hard enough you can find it yes. I'm curious about that though because that seems like a new trend or a trend now where yeah. people will just like release all of the stuff that was supposed to have a big release on the television mm-hmm. right. was that your guys choice to put out the first four episodes do you have any sort of say in that conversation no we, we we've lost control got it <laughs> you like we made it and now we've handed it over and now it's up to them our to baby do... has been kidnapped yep. yes exactly yeah. Lord yeah. Viacom and so you find out that it's being like advertised in movie theaters at, when we find out no 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 okay. we, we do you, we're, they there tell is a us. conversation. <laughs> yeah. There is a conversation, and I think because we're respectful and do good work and get our stuff done on time, and they know that we work hard. I they think take our input. They take our input, yeah. and this, you know, the marketing campaign and all that has definitely been a joint effort. But in the end, it's their money. Right. Um, and but I think there's they've been pretty great, and they understand they have something different, and they yes. do want to. Be different about it. I would argue different... I haven't seen a Comedy Central show promoted in the way that you guys have. I, right. would I could also be wrong. Argue that. Yeah, right. I, I just um, haven't seen the same I kind of energy it, put behind something. I yeah. think they really like the show, and I think they um, it's different for the network. And I think they're hoping and thinking it's a good thing. Good. And I think what's funny is that Comedy Central is wise enough. Comedy Central is. We joke about Lord Viacom. Comedy Central is a is a cog in a enormous corporate. Oh. Enormous yeah. corporation. So, yes. like the art imitating life, imitating art, and like making a fake nine to five in the offices of these real nine to five. Like to go into Viacom for like a table read, it is that corporate atmosphere. If, oh, yeah. if corporations like, are going to rule us all, the least they can do is be self aware. Like, exactly. like, just just admit that you are our owners. Right. Yeah. Really? I'll be like, okay, <laughs> thank you for knowing. We both know. Me, we both acknowledge. And that's really? all I wanted. Right. Now, please kill me in my sleep <laughs> painlessly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all I'm asking. And a lot of yeah, a lot of the people. <laughs> work in the advertising and marketing side at Comedy Central but feel like we made a show about their lives. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that they've done a really good job marketing partially because they're like, well, I guess they made a show about me so I might as well put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what you hope though, I would guess, is yeah. that people yeah. just find how they relate on such a sad primal level to what's happening. You guys yes. had the balls to actually do it and address it and acknowledge well, it. The thing about, um, so I didn't grow up with a religious upbringing. I mean, I was yeah. raised Jewish, but at 10, I was like, there's no God, shut up. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so I was always like kind of transgressive, but I, yeah. I just don't, I don't really feel that shame. I also don't know how to be funny without saying inappropriate <laughs> things. Like, I wish I were smarter. I hear that. But, I, hear um, that. <laughs> but no. I do think that most people, like, even the reason you have religion or the stuff is because they're they're shielding a sadness and fear that they do have. So, really, what 
what we're doing is actually should be pacifying to these people who don't want us to say it. That's right. Because it's like letting us know, yeah, we all feel we this feel thing. We feel there. And, right. and if we're saying it, it can't be that bad That's because right. we're talking about That's it. That's right. And I think that – I do think that some yes. people will be scared of this. And there's been so, way too many times in my life where someone's like, I'm scared of what you're saying. Um, but, <laughs> but in the end, with a nice soundtrack and with some zippy editing, I hope yeah. it, it's like a pill that goes down a little easier <laughs> This is jello over it. This is coming from a guy whose Instagram <laughs> handle is nothing but knives. <laughs> I'm worried about you. I'm worried. There's all, been too that's many the times only in your emotion life. that people feel about me is I'm scared and or worried. For you. No, that's my friend who's on thin ice constantly. Yeah, that's scared and worried for you. Yeah. Born on thin ice, the Jake Weissman story. Um, well, one more time to remind everybody, January 17th, yes, 2017, sir. Comedy 2018, Central. 2018, 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait to watch the show, you guys. Yes. I'm so proud of you guys. It's been for me. I've been a fan from the sidelines for about a year, just hearing new pieces of news and stuff, and supporting Adam you wherever some I can. Table reads we had. I was read some of the scripts. That's right. Yeah, I feel like I've been included in this really yeah. lovely way, and I I haven't been rooting for a show quite like this one, maybe ever. Just well, I, I, I feel like a real direct a connect, that and so I'm encouraging all of the no joke listeners Please. as well to tell a friend and to tell a friend. Yes. Let's really make sure that this thing gets a couple and I, seasons. I honestly think it. you guys will like it. Truly. It's like, it is good. Start there. Yes. So, Jake Weissman, Matt Ingebrigtsen, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. That is the corporate episode for the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>